Welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And I'm your host, Craig Fay. And this week, we're talking about Empire Records. <laughs> it's my first watch on this. Oh, so. that's amazing. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> it's a good... I like this movie, though. It's a... Oh, it is. It's, it's like a... It, it's, it definitely has nostalgic value. Yes. But the script and the outline, the plot line of this movie is bananas. <laughs> a lot of stuff happens in a very short amount of time, for yeah. sure. So who would you qualify as the villain of this movie? Okay, so I think the ultimate villain of this movie is supposed to be Mitchell Beck, who is the... Uh, he's the man. He's the man. <laughs> yeah. He's the partner in this record store mm-hmm. uh, that uh, Joe is going to attempt to buy it off of. Yes. Uh, yeah, but I don't think, uh, given everything that's going on in the store, I don't think Mitchell is all that bad. Oh, certainly not. No. <laughs> and uh, everybody else is worse yes. if he is bad. Everybody else is worse. I would say the one guy, um, uh, oh, God, what's his name? The Rex, Rex. Uh, Rex is not a good guy. <laughs> oh, Rex Manning. The, yeah. The, yeah, the celebrity Yeah, he's uh, definitely, playboy. I think he's a villain, and I think it's hard to argue that he's not a villain. <laughs> no, I don't, yep, that's fine. He's yep. pretty gross. He's he pretty a gross. Gross yeah. man, but yeah, uh, Mitchell, like this idea of like the man coming down on us is hilarious in this film, because I was like, no, absolutely not. They're 100% right. Also, you guys are fucking up across the board, and they should be concerned about these things. I, I, uh, yes, there. Like it's it's funny. You're like, who would you? Who is the least wrong in this? And it's Mitchell. And mm-hmm. then it's just varying degrees of wrong, right up until the guy who pulls a gun and shoots it off in the store. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and they give him a job. They gave him, him a, a job, job for when he gets out. <laughs> Which is, <laughs> I mean, that night. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, I didn't even clock that. Yeah, this you're right. Guy, th- okay, uh, so uh, let's start a ba- uh, basement-level villainy here. Okay. Uh, we had a guy who was arrested for shoplifting. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is uh, Warren. Uh, yeah. Arrested for shoplifting and arrested for, um, I would have to assume, assault with a weapon or armed robbery and is released by the cops twice in one day. Yeah, because they're like, well, he was he just had blanks loaded. And I'm like, yeah, but terrorized. <laughs> terrorized a store, yeah. Also, everybody seemed very cavalier about that in the moment. They were like, oh, don't worry, he just has a gun. And I'm like, is this what it's like in America? <laughs> well, but this is, this is speaking of nostalgia, that's 1995. That's, you know, this yeah. gets a little tragic. That's like pre-Columbine and, oh, and things like that, which are like, oh, that's how... Let's put it this way. If that was done as a plot point in a movie now, that would be viewed very, very differently. Oh, yeah, certainly. You know what I mean? And treated very differently. It's Mm -hmm. kind of like the 90s were this weird time where it was like pre-9-11, like... Yeah, everything was fine. Yeah, for like a hot decade, well... It's all glitter and pigtails. It was all just working in record shops is what it was. (laughs) And, And I guess apparently speed addictions. Oh, they they shoehorn that in so hard but yeah let's talk okay so off the top of this movie okay this employee steals nine thousand dollars yeah lucas lucas doesn't even doesn't consult with anybody else sees a picture of potentially we're going to be franchised 
Yeah, he's, he finds the contract yeah. in Joe's desk, which he's not supposed to be in. Yes. Because the first thing he says off the top was, I'm allowed to close out. You just can't uh, count the cash twice mm-hmm. and stay out of Joe's uh, cigars and Don't touch beer. his uh, drumsticks. And don't touch his drumsticks. The very next scene, he is counting the money with the drumsticks, drinking beer, and smoking Joe's cigars. Yes. So, so everything is not supposed to be. we said who this guy is. He then goes, takes the money to gamble it. He doubles his money. Wait, does he double it? He doubles, yeah, he doubles it his first. money. Takes it to Atlantic City, yep. And then decides he's going to let it ride. You fucking asshole. <laughs> you were an asshole before this, and you are even more of an asshole after it, after he loses all the money, which, again, he comes back, and he seems very calm about. <laughs> I know. If I lost $9,000, and this isn't even like $9,000 right now. This is $9,000 in 1995. Yes. <laughs> which is at least a little different. <laughs> Not hugely different, but a little different. You yeah. know what I mean? Yep. Like, uh, yeah, loses it, and then it's just like, yeah, it's gone. It's in Atlantic City. Whatever. <laughs> I'm sure this won't cause you any problems, Joe, who has uh, turned out been nothing but nice to you the entire time. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also, I would like to say I've never seen a shop where they had this many employees working at the same time. <laughs> Yes, the I was gonna point out that too, but then I realized that it's Rex Manning Day. Ah, uh, yes. Like that's gonna be a very, very busy day. So like they're staffing up, they're having okay, they're yeah, you're everybody right. In. That makes sense. Yeah. So, so I, I'm gonna guess like that's also the reason that everything has to happen today is because that's <laughs> the only thing that we're really justifying all these people being in the same spot. Another thing I'll say is. Everyone seems to think it's a pretty cool place to work, and I th- I think they would be hanging out there yeah. regardless of whether or not they're working. But I would say Rex is the only like real true villain in this story where I'm like, yeah, that guy's gross. I mean, Lucas is a pretty bad villain too, but That's yeah, Rex true. Rex is a bad villain. So let, let's let's dive so into that. So Rex looks like if you put a Ken doll in the oven. Essentially, he is uh, very plastic looking. He's very gross, and he is old. Apparently, yeah, it's hard to tell. He he's was like one a of those, teen heartthrob yeah. for like the previous generation, I think. But it's impossible to tell because he's one of those people that you know, when you had too much work done, you've just removed yourself from the timeline of being a pe- person. I guess yeah. you're no age. I can't tell. I know you're old, but I have no idea how old. Uh, he is majorly disappointed. Because all of his fans are old, which is horrible, okay? If I have fans, I don't care. You know what I mean? I don't care if all of my fans are 90. I have fans. That's awesome. Okay, like this guy's such up his own asshole. And then he tries to, well, she, she, uh, what is uh, Liz? Uh, Liv Tyler. Or, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, who is uh, Corey. Corey. Corey, yeah. So Corey kind of decides that he's going to be her first, I guess, is the implication here. Yes, she is yeah. going to lose her virginity to To a, a man that she's just met. Yes. Which is apparently totally appropriate, and all of her friends are fine with this. Yes. Um, it doesn't They're work out. They're encouraging her. She freaks out. Because, yeah, and this is, I'm not saying that what he did is right, because she is clearly so much younger than him. And he acknowledges that. He acknowledges that. that. Yeah, I have it written down here. He goes, how old are you? And she says, old enough. And you go, well, that's not how either of those conversations should have gone. First of all, the second you have to be like, how old are you? Yeah. 
that's just a straight that that should be taken as a no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then old enough is if you say old enough, you are not old enough. No, and that's for any answer. Okay. Yeah. If somebody's like, should you be drinking that? I'm old no. enough. Oh no, you're not. You're certainly not. <laughs> I you're need not. to see your ID, sir. Please like, see some ID. How are you old enough to smoke? Or like, should yeah. you be smoking that? I'm old enough. Yeah. I'm old enough. Yeah. No, absolutely fucking not. Yeah. That scene is so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I would say in his defense, which mm. I'm not defending him at all because it's the whole thing is gross. Yes. But what he does do is he says, are you sure you want to do this? And then he undoes his pants. Mm-hmm. So like her problem with the whole situation was like, it wasn't this crazy romantic thing, which she thought it was going to be, which I, I don't know what she thought it was yeah. going to be. You know what I mean? Like, he just turned out to be kind of a gross dude who wanted his dick sucked. And I yeah. think all of us watching were calling that at the same time. Oh, certainly. She was super creepy, though, too. Do you remember off the top of the movie where she's like, she has his record and is like, kissing it and then rubbing his mouth with her thumb? And I'm like, that is legitimately the creepiest thing you could do to a photo. Yeah. Like just rubbing somebody's mouth it's with your finger. Weird. I'm like, oh God, I was fucking dying. <laughs> I mean, and I get it in terms of like that, that like you're that teenager and yeah. you're just like, I'm fixated on this and I've mm-hmm. got ideas of what sexuality are and, and all the rest. But also then they, to, to avoid it being too creepy, they have clearly made these characters like just into their early 20s. Yeah. You know, like they're a high. I think they're they're well. They're right about to go to university. Oh right, right. Okay. So they're like eight. Yeah. yeah. So it's like eighteen. So they're it's like, like eighteen. That barely legal sort of thing, which is like. Yeah. I don't know. Which this is a this is a stupid thing, but this is just a theory I have. I have this theory that if you want to know if uh, a a guy finds like a celebrity attractive, just ask him if he knows how old she is. If he knows immediately, it means he's jerked it. <laughs> It means you've Googled it to see if it's okay. I mean... <laughs> At some point or another, and you've absorbed that information. Fair enough. I guess that but that covers a certain range of celebrities, Oh, though. certainly. Yeah, like, Not all, like, but some. Yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I think it's a good theory. I think it's sound. Uh, okay, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> That's true. So, yeah, I think he's like... I think Rex and... Uh, Warren are racing to the bottom for worst villain in this whole thing. Yeah, but this this uh, the owner of the establishment is by no means a villain at all. Like, first of all, okay, so he comes in to check in on the business because he's like, okay, there's a problem. We haven't received the bank hasn't received a major deposit that was supposed to be made. He comes down there. His main manager hands him an envelope full of paper. Just paper that he's stuffed in because he's covering for his other employee, which makes him just as bad yes. okay, as the guy that has lost the money, as Lucas. Okay. Uh, yeah, you don't have a fucking leg to stand on, man. You, is- yes, and, and not only that, Joe, by stuffing those like random papers into the deposit mm. thing, has then uh, made Mitch complacent to bank fraud. Yes. You know yeah, what I mean? So he has important. put him into a very bad spot. By doing that. Yeah, put them in on bank front. <laughs> yeah. And the hypocrisy of them going like, uh, okay, arrest Warren for mm-hmm. shoplifting. One of your employees stole nine, admitted to stealing 
thousand dollars, and you haven't fired him. You haven't fired him, and you just committed bank fraud to cover it. Yeah. To your business partner, and you're calling this guy the asshole. Yeah. <laughs> You're like this guy's a fucking asshole, and it's like no, not at all. Also, not Ward that I stole like forty dollars worth of CDs. That's not true. It was like sixty because yeah. he had like three of them. But <laughs> CDs used to cost twenty dollars. Yeah, <laughs> used to be a real big deal. Yeah, and like not that I'm for the franchising of anything. Like I really don't like that. I don't support it. But the biggest outrage that most of these employees were experiencing was that they weren't allowed to chew gum and they couldn't have exposed tattoos. I'm like, that's most workplaces. Yeah. I'm could. like, I think you're just describing work. Yeah. You can't act unprofessional and like blare music yeah. and like, yeah. And the other thing is when Mitch comes in to do this, there's a couple quick shots, right? Where he goes, he's walking in and he, the, the, uh, Liv Tyler and, uh, uh, well, uh, Gina, Renee Zellweger, yeah. uh, are like cashing people out and they're like dancing along. And he goes, okay, ladies, less dancing, uh, more styling, please. Which is a valid thing to yes, say to your we, employees. This is the busiest day of our year. Yeah. Uh, and then he comes in and he goes, uh, Mr., uh, you know, uh, oh, why have I forgotten? It? Yeah. Uh, Mr. Rex. Yeah. Oh, Rex. Mr. Manning. Mr. Yeah. Manning. Yeah. He's like, uh, have we gotten you everything? We should hand you some fresh fruit. Why haven't we gotten him fresh fruit? Mm -hmm. Right. Like uh, he's a piece of shit for sure. But like, that's the reason that he's there is to sign. And we want to make sure that he's happy because it's drawing clearly a lot of business to your record store. Yeah. At that point. Right. So he's like, take care of the talent, which I can totally understand. You know what I mean? Like how great is it when you go to a show and they're like, Oh, can we get you anything? Mm -hmm. Water. Uh, oh, there's some, uh, you know, here's some f food, like some, some stuff to na snack on. Let me know if you need anything else before the show. Yeah. It's great. Absolutely. It's like you're like, oh, I'm feeling taken care of. I can, like, nibble on something well. Everything this guy said was fine. I yes. was like, everything you're saying is fine. It's nothing that out of the ordinary. You, all of your reactions are perfect for what you're dealing with. Like, even at the end when he's like, I'm going to buy this place off of you. He's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't want to do, I, I don't like this. Yeah. I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. And I'll sell it to you at a cheaper price. He said, cause I just want out. I just want out. And the money that this guy's going to use to buy his place is from product that he sold. <laughs> like he doesn't even actually recover the money if you look at it technically. Cause I I'm did, like, yes. all he did was sell things that they had in the store, which is what a store does. So technically that store already owns that money. <laughs> yeah. And I guess the only other thing would be like they were charging admission or they were like selling uh, like beer, but I'm sure they bought it with the store's money. <laughs> and like people are just trashing the place. <laughs> like, yeah. So they stay open late. Yeah. Mitch is forced to run the cash register because all the employees have been like, well, they quit, right? Everyone quit because Joe had that big stand where he was like, uh, if you turn this into a music town, yeah. uh, then we're all gone and good luck running a music store. First of all, uh, like they take the, like this is Lucas actually talking on Joe's behalf, the guy who started this whole problem to begin with where we're $9,000 short, where he goes... If you turn into a music world, good luck finding people who are going to work for you. Like, clearly we all have skills that you cannot replicate. Oh, yeah. And in the short term, that night, yes, mm -hmm. you're not going to be able to staff up that night. 
But where in 1995 are you going to find a bunch of teenagers who want to work at a music store? Oh. Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Also, let's look at these employees. Okay. <laughs> one got, okay, so one stole $9,000. One's on speed. One will not stop blaring music and also got high off of a pop brownie halfway through oh, his yeah. shift. Okay, Mark, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who else, uh, who else do I need to cover here? Uh, uh, Gina, who's like getting undressed in the store and has, like prancing around. And has had sex in your establishment. Yes. <laughs> okay, very important. Had sex in a staff room. Okay. Um, on, on the clock. I assume as well. Yeah, I don't girl think she was, was on a break. Girl it, was getting paid. Yeah. Uh, who else have I not covered here? Uh, you have. Uh, oh well, there's uh, AJ who's just like wandering around, being like, uh, I just want to tell Corey I love her. Oh yeah, that guy hasn't done any work. Uh, no. As far he's, as I'm concerned, he's gluing. Yeah. Oh oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You've yeah. got one guy gluing, sh- destroying your property. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then you've got uh, Deb, who's in the middle of a. Uh, mental breakdown which oh. nobody is taking seriously yeah, yeah 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 nobody's like let's take this girl to a hospital they're like let's hold a funeral for her <laughs> which then never actually gets back to her they start talking about other people yes <laughs> so they talk to about her for like 60 seconds and then they start getting wrapped up in their own concerns again and then apparently that plot line is just fine she's fine she's just fine because her boss told her that she was doing a good job yes. like you know what people who are suicidal need is just when you come into work with bandages around your wrists and shave your head you just need to be told that you're doing a good job at your job like like there's so much more to be concerned about there yeah it this is this real this whole movie felt like um, they were just trying to do the Breakfast Club. Yeah, oh, it's very Breakfast it, Club. It is yeah, the Breakfast Club to me. Yeah, That's what a it was. Bit. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of an older, slightly older Breakfast Club. It's like if the Breakfast Club got summer jobs. Yeah, it's just like it felt like they were trying to, and not that I feel like the Breakfast Club was trying to do this because it, it had a little more flow to it. I think. Yeah. But it, at moments, I was like, this feels like you're just shoehorning in people's problems. Like, the speed thing came out of nowhere. <laughs> right out of nowhere. Right out of nowhere. Right yeah, in the so middle Luke of Tyler's, it. Yeah, so Tyler's character, uh, uh, Corey, is apparently addicted to speed, which, like, we see her pop one pill. Yeah, and that's the indication. And then Gina just yells at her, says, you're addicted to speed. After Gina sleeps with Rex, as, like, a revenge fuck, because... Uh, Corey called her a slut after. Which is, you are such a bad, you are not friends, okay? I would legitimately never in my life call any one of my friends a slut. I don't even think I'd call any other woman a slut. No. Like, it's just not, it it, it should not be done. Okay, that's crazy. No. Also, okay, I don't know if you. Especially given the conversation that you're currently having, where it says, I wanted to have sex with this guy and didn't because he was a pig. And then you have had sex with a guy, and therefore you're a slut. Like, did, it's did just you like, clock it's... that when they were at that? So they're at that restaurant or whatever? Yeah, the pizza And that, that's when yeah. they really kind of blow up, right? Yeah. She's calling her a slut as she's pulling off a red bra and throws it on the table. I'm like, what the f- You have no leg to stand on. It's... It's a nuts. That's nuts. madness. Yeah. And then her speed addiction comes out because of that. It's like, yeah, nobody in this place really 
treats each other well. Or yeah, like they, they, they act like they're all friends and this is the best place to work and then they're all shitty to each other. Yeah. They're all shitty and for some reason the adults in this world care very much of the opinions of teenagers. <laughs> Yeah. Have you noticed that? Like the one woman, uh, like uh, Rex's like kind of pseudo assistant or yeah, whatever. Jane. She quits only because a small group of teenagers laughed at her. That's the only reason she quits. She's like, yes. you know what? You're right. I don't like this. I'm I don't done. like Rex Manning. I don't. You're, you're working as a celebrity's assistant. Mm-hmm. That is at the very least got to be a means to an, like that's got to be a stepping stone, right? Like yeah. you're, you're, you're organizing tours and signings for people. And she's like, well, these teenagers giggled in my general direction and I am done. Yeah. I have had enough of this, which is wild. And then she pops back later in the movie and is like, hey, um, can I have a job and a date? <laughs> which I'm like, those two things don't go together at all. And I feel like that came out of left field. Because like, yeah. are we are we even told who she is? No, no, no. Like, there's no context. There's no relationship to Joe Mm-mm. before that. No, I don't think they so. They just kind of hit it off or whatever. Yeah, she says crazy like, wolf eyes and yeah. weird 90s makeup on. <laughs> yeah, it's... That. She, had, she had a strange energy about her. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of dig it. It was fine, yeah. <laughs> it was all good, but... Um, I, and I like to think that in On a Better Day, yeah. like, Joe would be there uh, reining in some of these more insane impulses. Like, I like to think that most of Joe's day is dealing with what should be the biggest uh, crisis of the year for mm-hmm. him, which is that $9,000 has gone missing from the store. Yes. Right? I am I assure you most of his energy in the day has to go to that. And, like, probably most other times he's like, no, you can't cut your hair in the, ba- the employee bathroom. Stop. I don't care if you need to tell her. Stock the shelves. Get back. Yeah. Cash out. Like, we're taking our breaks every, you know, we got to stagger our 15s, people. We got a busy day. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, God, yeah. I hate that old concept, too, of just like, oh, we're going to, they took the uniforms that they were sent and then vandalized them and was like, fuck, we're right because you're the man. <laughs> and it's like, oh, yeah, this is just like general faceless company. Yeah. It's, like, it's nobody's fault, but the guy that lost the $9,000, because Joe even states off the top, he was like, I had, I have like money set aside. I was going to already discuss with him about purchasing this before they change it over. But now that I have to like cover you, essentially, like there's no way I could do it. Yeah, well, and... Because what? at no point does Lucas discuss this with anybody. No, he just acts. He, he just act, He looks at it and he's like, okay, well, it's time to go. <laughs> See you later. This is how I'm going to save it. Yeah, because if they had just deposited that $9,000, Joe would have had the money because he was already going to cover the cost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and in all honesty, what, you should, what Joe should have done here is it throws Lucas under the bus, but, I mean, you say, hey... One of my employees mm-hmm. stole this money. Uh, you take it to the police. You get a police thing. And then the company, the business, unfortunately, has to eat it. Like, that that's a loss, right? Yeah. It's, the, it's the same as if you uh, shoplift stuff. Like, you just have to write off, like, that is what we lost. And the business loses the money, no mm-hmm. doubt. But then Joe's own private money can then be put into 
buying that half of the business. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's 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 like Lucas literally did the worst thing he could for making this problem go away. And he had won the money. <laughs> I know. It was the most frustrating start to a movie I think I've ever watched where I'm like, this can't be it. <laughs> like this. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was, uh, I can't believe that that was such a major, like the, the whole movie changes if that ever happens. And but, at no point does it really, does anybody else blame Lucas but Joe. Like everybody, all the other employees seem fine. They're just like, oh yeah, he fucked up again. Like they had known prior that it, they were like, oh yeah, he's had money problems before. Like we, that's probably what it is. You know what I mean? Like they already knew it. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, I think that the other employees maybe didn't even really care about working at Music Town either. Like you know yeah. how you're like, eh, I don't understand what the okay, so we got to wear a different uniform and like. Plus, most of these people are leaving. <laughs> Also true. They're all leaving. Also true. Yeah. yeah. Like Tyler's going to university. Uh, Harvard, even. Yeah, Harvard. Uh, fucking AJ's kid, going to art school. Art school. Like, you know what I mean? Like, half the staff is blowing this pop stand, Matt. Like, yeah, as, like, as I don't, there is. I don't want to deal with this for three months over the summer. Like, ugh. Oh, I'd have to have a part-time job that I like slightly less than the part-time job I have now. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh God, God, just all the trap. Yeah. They it just felt like they were trying to slam everything they in that they could into into the plot line of this movie. They're like, okay, well, what's another thing that teenagers are like? Yes, and let's <laughs> just, have a character yeah, that that throw is it in, throw it in, throw it in, throw it in. Like that whole scene with the gun is crazy. <laughs> yeah, and everyone's standing. He has up to- a gun. He's also, I have to assume, thirteen. <laughs> Where did you get that gun? Yes. Why are you so angry already? Yeah. He seemed a little too young to be that angry already. For sure. But like like they were kind of like while he was shoplifting because he wanted to work in a record store. Like, yeah, we, we took a couple of leaps, I feel yeah. like. <laughs> and like he's hanging out in the back where they're holding him for shoplifting. Mm-hmm. And like they're being pretty cool to him. Yeah. Like, if he had just, like, left and been like, okay, can I, sorry, I, I came back. It's like, listen, I was shoplifting because... I thought you guys were really cool, and I wanted music. And can mm-hmm. I get a job? You'd be like, "Oh man, like that's that's why you're doing it. You were doing it for a ten- okay. Come on in." But as soon as you get to the gunpoint, it's like, "Oh, you can't deal with things in an appropriate way. I don't want you. I don't want you working next to me. You pulled a gun on me and fired it. He yeah. fired the gun at Joe." Sometimes I think the uh, script writers don't look into what would actually happen in a real circumstance because, like, the police were just like, yeah, well, he just had blanks loaded, so it's not a problem. I'm like, I don't think that's how that works. I could be wrong. Well, certainly not anymore. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what? It was the mid-90s. There was a lot of... <laughs> it was a different time. They were like, ah, kids yeah. with guns, it's all Stock right. Stock market was great. A lot of cocaine. Everybody yeah. was having a party. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And it's, yeah, it's just, ah, well, he's a juvenile. It's like, no. And they let him out of prison that night. Mm-hmm. This guy's been arrested twice. Once for shoplifting, fine, whatever. Obviously, he's going to, like, get out mm-hmm. from that. Like, you're not going to hold him hold him for shoplifting. But then, because he was charged with shoplifting, he goes, gets a gun, shows back up to the place where he shoplift, and fires and intimidates people who are, like, you know, who had tr- called the cops on him. It's like, if that doesn't set off any sort of red flags for these police, like, God help them. God help you. Like, that's that's a kid who goes like, 
oh, so you're spending the night in jail. Yeah. Like, you're... I want to live in that town. Like, we're, ta- <laughs> we're talking to somebody about this. Like, a judge is going to have to see you in the morning. Yeah, man. Yeah. You can get booked for such smaller things. <laughs> I think especially in America. Yeah. I could I, be mistaken. It's not cool. But I th- I've heard the police officers throw their weight around uh, a little bit. Yeah, that could, that could be it. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah. Oh my God. I used to hang out with uh, some, you know, some some particular types of individuals, and I've definitely talked to a lot of police in my lifetime. I don't know about okay. you, Craig. Uh, I think we maybe had different paths. Yeah, I, 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 th- I thought that might be a little different. But yeah, like even if you like misspeak, like some of my friends, because you know, you're a teenager and you're like, I'm just going to fuck with this person right now. Mm. So like I would be with friends where like they would only refer to them as uh, officer or uh, ossifers. Yeah, ossifers. And they'd be like, what do you say? Yeah, ossifers. And like, legitimately, he was like, I'm going to take you if you don't t- say it right. <laughs> like, he's like, I'm, like, I'm going to call your parents. We're going to write something up here. He's like, you speak to me fucking respectfully. You know what I mean? So like, That's, yeah. So like, and this kid's just like waving a gun around and they're like, oh, it's just blanks. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? got a little shit to deal if with. If I'm running downtown with a crossbow, but I don't have any arrows on me, it's like, it's still not good. <laughs> no. Because you kids, you don't know. <laughs> exactly. It's, yes. And like, nobody in the store knew they were blanks and Joe was just like, oh, it's fine. Like everybody seems fine, and they and the suicidal girl, they're like, yeah, she wants to die anyway. She doesn't care. That was actually such a like dark moment in this movie, and everybody just breezed past it so quickly. There's so much, uh, so many mental health issues going on in this place that are not being properly addressed. Yeah, like I kind of half expected them to at the end be like, yeah, I'm the nerd, I'm the slut, I'm the like, you know. What I mean? Like, I just really... Here are all the tropes. <laughs> yeah. I thought they were only going to walk off into the fucking sunset and put their fists up or something. Yeah. Like, it really felt like we were all gearing towards that. Um, none of these employees see... Like, I wouldn't even... I would not employ any of these people. <laughs> no, they're like misfits. And, I mean, possibly AJ. All he really did was, yeah. like, be just, like, pining over somebody. But also, if he was gluing shit yeah. everywhere, you, you got... And he calls it his art. He's like, this is my art. Yeah, and I don't I'm have like, to explain my art to you, Warren. Although I did buy that. I'm like, that is artist. Yeah. <laughs> I did something, so it's art. <laughs> I'm talking about greed in the music industry, because everyone's going to pick a bend over to pick these up, and they're not going to be able to do it. Yeah. you can't sell out <laughs> art, man. Yeah, here's my version of Wonderwall. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. But another point I wanted to bring up with Mitch is another thing that he says when he comes in to the stores. He goes, uh, oh, yeah. Rex goes, oh, this is such a, a, a beautiful store. Mm-hmm. And Mitch goes, yeah, it used to be a bathroom uh, appliances shop. It was my beatnik father who turned it into a record shop. I wish we were still selling kitchen appliances. I'd be rich now, which is supposed to come across as be like, I don't really care about music. This isn't yeah. what I'm really doing. But also, hey, you know what we still have in 2019 uh, that we had back in 1995? Uh, kitchen appliance stores. Guess what we don't have in 2019? <laughs> Record stores. Like that guy, he yeah. had it right. He had it right. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I mean, I'm going to disagree because I do buy records, but... <laughs> okay, but but not... But I would say, the... I would agree that the scale is different. Yes. <laughs> okay, it is... And we have to remember that this guy is a fucking businessman. Yes. Like, he, his job is business. Okay, so it would make him a very bad businessman if he came in and was like, yeah, I don't want to make more money. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to tap into what is... Sh- Surely a national supply chain, yeah, uh, which means that we're going to get our product cheaper because they're going to buy in bulk and ship mm-hmm. them out to all the franchise stores, right? Or, you know, we'll have resources as far as like training, mm-hmm. maybe even some mental health resources. God help you. Like, <laughs> you know, like employee leave programs. A couple or, of scholarship programs, maybe. Yeah, we don't know. Like, it's like, oh, no, it's, it's, it's the in- music industry Goliath. Mm-hmm. That's like, oh, it's so bad. What bothers me about these things, because you see this again and again in movies, is that at no point does everybody go, let's get together and discuss a plan. <laughs> okay. Let's take a knee. You know what I mean? Let's take 10 seconds, talk about this, see what's going on. It would have solved every problem. Every problem the movie had is based off of a non-communication. <laughs> yeah. That and, you know, all of the illegal shit that they do through the whole fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, like stealing. And, I always uh, forgot speed was a big thing in the 90s. Because now it's just like uh, fucking Adderall. Well, that's speed. It is speed, but we call it has such a different connotation on it. Well, you... it's been, well, okay, this, this is an interesting take. There's a, uh, there's a Netflix documentary on this. I forget what it's called. Uh, the, the Pill or the Cure or something like that. Uh, but it's, it talks about like how basically the U.S. has been and like Canada by extension has been basically like addicted to speed since the fifties. Like, Mm -hmm. like the forties and fifties came around. They're like, it's diet pills. And then everyone was like, Oh, these are methamphetamines. This this is just speed. It's making you crazy addicted. And like, you're grinding your teeth down and stuff like that. And then it was one of the first substances that they like banned. Like before they did like marijuana is illegal, like that sort of thing. It was like, maybe not before marijuana, but it was like, don't, (laughs) it's like, it was a prescription drug. They were like, oh, no, that's a bad drug. We can't have that. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they just, like, reintroduced them in the form of, like, Adderall and and uh, and those sorts of drugs, like, later, and then, like, gave them a more positive view. Like, they were like, it's for ADHD. Yeah, well, all you have to do is change the name, right? Yeah, exactly. Just change the name. That's but all it's... rich people are doing all the time. Just change the name, baby. Change it, change it, change it. This is what they did to climate change, man. Yeah? Yeah, because it used to be called global warming. Right. Right. And under I understand the scientific notion of why it shouldn't be called global warming. Right. That makes sense. And I get why you would change it. But you can tell very much that rich people change the name of it because climate change sounds like nothing. It sounds it sounds pleasant. like you're it sounds like you're going on vacation. Yeah. It sounds like something like a white girl would hashtag. I mean, like, I'm in Vietnam, hashtag climate change. Like, that's yeah. what it oh, sounds yeah, yeah. like. Actually, boy, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it sounds like nothing because they don't want you to care about it. But, like, it's literally the most devastating thing, and it's going to fucking take us all out. Yeah. Uh, it should be, like, hashtag uh, heat death of the planet. Yeah, <laughs> hashtag apocalypse. Like, yeah. it's insane. So yeah, that's why they, they fucking do that shit all the time, man. It's like when they came out and they were like, we don't want to be called billionaires anymore. What? Did you hear People about that? This? Did you hear that? No. This was like a little while ago. This was like maybe like two months ago or something like that. But uh, yeah, this guy came out and he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we've decided we don't want to be called billionaires anymore because it has such a negative connotation on it. We prefer, we would prefer to be called people of means. 
This Go fuck yourself, man. Jesus Christ. I honestly, I cannot believe we don't live in a society where somebody goes, okay, you know what? We're just going to take that guy's just money. You. Yeah. We're, we're taking all of your money. You don't deserve it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't want to be called a billionaire, you don't have to be one. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, fuck you. You know what I mean? Yeah. If I have a billion dollars, you can call me a billionaire. You can call me whatever you want, yeah. man. Okay, if I'm a billionaire, I don't give a fuck, dude. If I'm a billionaire, I don't have feelings anymore because I don't need them. I can pay somebody to have them for me. <laughs> Absolutely. So it's just like fucking madness. So I don't, oh yeah, that was a really long tangent no, 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 for nothing. But <laughs> yeah, dude, it's crazy that I have completely forgotten that speed has just been now formulated into Adderall or whatever yeah. name it wants to go under because it sounds so fucking heavy when you say speed in a movie. Yeah. Because, like, well, I wrote, like, you remember, like, all the things they would tell you in, like, high school and shit. Like, if you try speed, like, you're going to, like, want to peel your own skin off and shit. Yep. <laughs> Somebody said that to me, and it, like, has never left my brain. Well, and then the funny thing is someone was like, oh, speed will make you turn your uh, tear your skin off. And then they were like, hey, have you heard about crystal meth? <laughs> 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 have you heard about bath salts? Like, also amphetamines. Yeah. Uh, well, at least crystal meth is. And it's like, yeah, okay, we've clearly ramped that up as a uh, drug producing public. I don't know what it is. Someone is somebody's ramped it up. And like, yeah, speed is not like the worst thing anymore. Absolutely. And why do I feel like every, every person in this movie doesn't have a parent? I guess because we never see them, but like, but at no point are parents mentioned, and no point does anybody say like it's like they don't exist, and it's like Joe is our parent apparently, and he's pretty casual about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Like you would think that most people there would be like, no, I can't stay and create a rave at midnight because I've got to be home. Because I have parents and they're expecting me home and they know that my shift ends at midnight. Well, I think that was the one trope that they missed. <laughs> Is was that a some sort of concerned parent? Yeah, like a or like a uh, pressure parent. Because oh. there's always a pressure parent, right? Yes, which presumably would have been Corey. Yes, but there was the fuck up parent. We did get a we did get a parent because Gina. Oh, you're was right. Like, you're right. My you're mom right. was popular in high school, and that was the best time of her life. And I don't want that to happen to me. Mm, yeah, I don't want to be my mother. Yeah, <laughs> which is like crazy to say that about your mother. Yeah. Not get, that you I don't want to for... be her, but that the implication was that she was a huge whore. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know who my dad is. It's probably the football team. I don't know. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh... A, you know, I I will say this: you're you're allowed to like not want to become your your parents. Like you know, that's I'm not saying like me or you or anything like that. But there are people out there who are like. Yes, I don't want to become that, and that oh, is fine. Yeah. That is fine. That I catch myself slipping healthy... all the time, though. Oh, I'm, like, so <laughs> close to my dad. It's unbelievable. I was talking to uh, my boyfriend the other day, and he was like, oh, um, why do you check the weather every morning? And I was like, I don't know. I just check the weather every morning. Like, it's like I think, like, I need to know. I have to sure. check it. I check it every morning as soon as I wake up. And he's like, and then I started to think about it. And then anytime I'm home, my dad will watch the weather network for like 20, like longer than you need to watch it. You know what I mean? Because you get all the information in 10 minutes and then they just repeat it. And he'll watch it for like 20 minutes, half hour. (laughs) I kind of get that though. I'm like, we've all heard this already. But yeah, and I think that's what I get it from. Like, it's just like a thing that I have to do because I've experienced that through him. 
That's what you do in the morning. That I must, yes, we must know the weather in yeah. the morning. Because <laughs> that's what you do when you wake up. You wake up, you check the weather, you yeah. get on with your day. I mean, I'm not as crazy as him. He'll like wake up and be like, okay, so like it's going to switch from a fucking southwest wind in the mid-afternoon. And I'm like, what are you? <laughs> yeah. Where are you heading? A bell tower, Dad? Like, this is not information that we need. Not at all. No, yeah, we all pick up weird, uh, weird stuff from our parents, I think. Yeah. Yeah, what's your weird tech? You go on? Jeez, uh, I can't even think of one right now. I know we all stand the same way. Like, Ooh. we stand with, like, yeah, that's a big one. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I can't think of any. It's just, like, I'll catch myself doing little things. Like, I walk the same way. Like, we're just, it's like a chip off the old block. He's an engineer. I'm an engineer. Yeah. You know, like, oh, it's okay. just, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Same taste in, like, comedy and that sort of thing, so. Yeah. Oh, God, I'd be so nervous if my dad heard my company. <laughs> well, he's, like, seen me before. It's not a big deal, but mom was like, oh, so, like, when's your record, co- or, like, uh, when's your album coming out? And I was like, I don't know, but uh, I'm going to tell you which tracks dad can and cannot listen to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thankfully I'm not, uh, yeah, I don't have anything like that where I'm, like, super worried about it, but, yeah. Oh, you're clean, uh, Craig. I'm, clean. Yeah, I cleanish. I say, I say, I drop a few f bombs here and there. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. la, la. Honestly, I'd be more concerned about this podcast than anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, fair enough. <laughs> uh, another question I wanted to ask, though, about this was like, so that nine thousand dollars features very prominently in this, and yeah. we know that that was supposed to be deposited by mm-hmm. the bank. And Lucas is able to get it because he's the closing manager. Mm-hmm. So my question is. Is that just the take from the store for one day? Because I know when I used to work like retail, like, and I'd open in the morning, Mm -hmm. like, I'd have to take the deposit from the previous night and, like, take it to the bank every morning. Oh, I don't think that's how... I assumed it was, like, a week. A week. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It sounded like it was the big deposit because they, like, he checks the safe first thing when Joe comes in. You know what I mean? Like, he... And if you're throwing it in a safe, like we would do that all the time. I worked at a store where it was like they would stack up a couple of days in a row. Gotcha. Because there's no point in going every single day. We don't make enough cash. Right. Okay. So, but even still, like $9,000 is the profit for that record store in like a week. Yeah. I mean, at the same time, I don't think that would be the night that I give it to the new guy where I'm like, okay, this is going to be your first night closing. Here's the most amount of money we normally have. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's some uh, staffing issues there for sure. There's, there's some, some staffing issues. There is issues. some uh, trust and whatnot that went into that. Can you imagine being like, because how old do you think Joe is in this movie, or how old is he supposed to be? I want to say Joe's maybe like thirty. Like, is he my age? I don't know. Like thirty, thirty-four, somewhere in there. Okay, I don't so think he's in his twenties. I don't think. He's no, in his certainly 20s. not. Right? Maybe forty. So let's say mid-thirties. Let's yeah. give him the benefit of the doubt. Say mid-thirties. You work at a place and you're in your mid-30s and an 18-year-old girl comes out in just an apron. He does and tell her to is, put her clothes back on. Yeah, but it doesn't seem to have the severity. Like, I would freak out. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Like, what are you... This is work. Like, this is fireable. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fireable offense. Yeah, he... Joe could stand to be a little tougher. A little... Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I get, like, you want to be, like, the, you don't want to be the hard ass. Yeah. But at the same time, you still want to get it done. But this is what happens, man. It's like, like, I've worked at places like this, okay, 
which I know sounds insane, but I have. Yeah. I have worked at places where I'm like, we are all misfits, okay? None of us fit together. This is a bit of a chaos nightmare. But you always have to have a manager that's going to rein everybody in all the time. You and, need it. And that's a skill, yeah. Yeah. Like the, one of these places I worked, somebody got fired every other week, but then got rehired. <laughs> but at least you got fired for a minute. You know what I there mean? There was some consequences. Yeah, it's like you didn't get to work for a week. You know what I mean? Is that where I think it is? Oh, it's absolutely okay, yeah, where yeah, you yeah, think yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I just want to check that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It, it's like, and again, I think maybe on a better day, Joe would be like, all right, I need to deal out some punishments or something like that. Because clearly the store seems to be working okay. Mm-hmm. I think this $9,000 has thrown him for a real loop. Like, that's where most of his energy is. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like, I think any other day where he doesn't have Rex Manning and mm-hmm. $9,000 missing and employees, like, he'd be like, Gina, what are you doing? We've talked about this. Remember your last performance review? <laughs> <laughs> Less sexuality in the workplace. Yeah. It's crazy he also it's has drums in his fucking, uh, in his office. I think that's wild. Yeah, in, in a certain way, this Empire Records store mm-hmm. sort of represents, I think, the teenage ideal of what music is. Yeah. Where it's everybody's identity and, like, it's just fun and, like, you you can have drums in your office. Yeah, but to me, in my mind, the having drums in your office is, like, because drums are, like, the most aggressive instrument. In my, in, in, yes. as, as far as performance goes, okay? Nothing. So no obviously it's like a very, like, I'm taking my day out on this. It, it's kind of like to me if you had a boss that had like a, uh, a boxing bag in their office. Yeah. Would that not freak the fuck out? You know what I mean? Like if I saw that, I'd be like, okay, you have issues to deal with here. Yes. <laughs> okay. And, in- that, and that's very much how I view the drums. If I had a manager that would be like, you know what? Okay. I'm done for the day. I'm just going back in the office and just started wailing. I'd be like, that would give me such negative energy. I'm like, that makes me nervous. It that gives would, me anxiety. Oh, it'd be even worse. Like if you're like, I misplaced a deposit this tonight. And they're like, okay. And, and then, then just goes just back. go to the office. They lock the door and you just hear like. You'd be like, I am in such trouble. Oh, that's terrifying. Terrifying. Although that is, like, that's kind of a, uh, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, that might be a good scare tactic. Yeah, actually. And, then, and then you come out and you're just all calm. It's like, okay, now let's, 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 let's brainstorm this. some ideas of how we're going to deal with this today. <laughs> you're like, that guy's a fucking wild that man. That guy's insane. Uh, but uh, to that point, Joe does rough up Lucas. Yeah. Like he pulls him in the oh, office yeah. and he beats him up. The witches. Again, crazy inappropriate. Yes. <laughs> Joe's such a dick. And it is, is, Lucas is Joe's foster son? Like, did he, he, he said he got, Joe took him out of county. Mm-hmm. Like the, uh, yeah, like uh, like at 10 or 13 mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. old, he like took him out of like the county, uh, like, I guess orphanage. Yeah. Or like but, care of the county or whatever it is. But regardless of what your relationship is, this is not work appropriate. No. Well, for even if, yeah. This is not work appropriate. No. Okay, you can't beat up another person. You either call the police or you don't. Those are your options. I agree, yeah. Yeah, call the police or don't. Um, don't beat this man up. Also, the man working for you uh, or you're working for is obviously has a great point in bringing in some more regulation here. 
Yeah, this, if anything, this needed to be rained in and sanitized. Because, be like, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, he does make an argument of, like, obviously he just wants more money and what have you. But I think you could make the argument of, like, I just need this to be more stable. <laughs> I'm tired of coming down here every time there's an issue with the bank statement. Yeah, or I'm half tired of these people of are high. <laughs> like, yeah. There's things glued everywhere. Like, I just don't. Could you just put on an apron and smile and say please and thank you? Yeah. We're not selling enough music. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's it's just a. I just want reasonable people working here for, you know. A yeah, Mitch is not a bad guy. He's no. not a bad guy. He's not villainous. The man in this is not villainous, which frustrates me because I think it's so easy to make them a proper villain. I hate the man. Okay, as yeah. a concept, as a I hate the idea of uh, chains and all this kind of stuff and like. Billionaires taking over and CEOs lopping up like fucking million dollar bonuses and shit yeah. while your workers make fucking nothing. I hate all of that. So this should have been really easy to sell to me and you didn't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's an easy sell, Craig. I am the audience for this. <laughs> well, I think there's a problem when you just refer to it as the man. Yeah. Like, like it's, it's this kind of lazy shorthand where I think we talked about that at School of Rock too, where it's like this lazy shorthand for just like objecting to anybody having any sort of control over you. And, mm -hmm. and that control is taken as both like, Gina, stop dressing in nothing but underwear and a, a smock at work. That's the, that's held at the same level as like, oh, uh, you know, we're going to pay our workers minimum wage and get crazy bonuses, right? It's yeah. like any sort of control. So when you say the man, it's like this like teenage ideal of like any sort of regulation of my behavior. Mm -hmm. Whereas... <coughs> 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 Whereas what it really should be is look at how this corporate structure is going to destroy the music industry. Yes. Or look at how, hey, here, here's a perfect example of what it could have been if they had, had perfect foresight, where they'd be like, look at how corporate greed and the uh, uh, cutting out of artists and that sort of thing is going to cause the destruction of our neighborhood record store mm -hmm. because people are going to start wanting to get their music elsewhere. That would have been a man you could pin that on. Absolutely. Yeah. This is an easy sell, Craig. It is. It's an easy sell, and it wasn't sold. <laughs> yeah. Not, oh, the man says I can't eat pot brownies in the back room and watch old guar videos. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's not the man telling you that. That's a responsible adult is who's telling you that. Yeah, like I'm a real casual person. If I think you're being shitty at your minimum wage job, you're being really, Oosh. really shitty at your minimum wage job. Yeah. That being said, would you want to work at Empire Records? As presented as it is. Maybe on a calmer day, but would you... Oh, I don't know, because it seems really toxic. Oh, okay. It does, point. in the sense of, um, I don't know if you have know if you noticed this, but um, all of the women fight with each other. Yeah. And that was, that was not something that happened with any of the male characters. Yep. Uh, at no point did they really fight amongst themselves, and it was very much a theme of the movie of, like, these women are catty towards each other, even if they're friends. And I was like, ugh, that's not really <laughs> my vibe. Yeah, okay, great point. I did kind of miss that. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I was kind of like, oh, man, that'd be all right. You know, like it seems like a fun environment. No, nah, it seems but vicious. True, true. They bully each other immediately. It's And it's the morning. 
Yep. You know what I mean? If you're bullying people in the morning, what do you like at night? <laughs> like, what do you like at the end of the day? <laughs> That's true. Yeah, when you Jesus. dealt with a couple customers and yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, no. I'm okay. not vibing there. I'm okay, not, I'm not working there. Fair enough. I'd work with Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mitch would be cool. I think Joe would be fine on a better day. Yeah. But who knows? Who, who knows how much of that environment is because Joe has cultivated that um, as a boss and, you know, mentor. But, yeah, I don't know. Uh, how about you? Anything uh, Anything else you want to add? No, I think I'm ready to rate. Yeah, I think Did I we both too. rate Mitch this? Uh, yeah, I ra- yeah, I rated Mitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. I, I've got uh, on a scale of uh, Degrassi to Breakfast Club. Okay. <laughs> I give him a uh, generic stern principle. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just that's just the, his vibe. Yeah. That's okay. what I got for him. I'm like, you're stern, but you're you're right. You're making the right rules. Everything you're saying makes it's sense. It's not his fault. They're all punk ass teams. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, it's the kids who are wrong. It's the kids who are wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, absolutely. I love that. Uh, so I did the uh, the music uh, uh, music services scale. Uh, okay. So on a scale from Napster to Spotify, oh good! Uh, okay. I'm gonna give him an old uh, HMV, Whoa, the old uh, yeah. brick and mortar, because uh, it's just trying to make money off of music. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's he's, I think he's ultimately doomed because of what he's dealing with. So yeah, there we go. But there we not, go. not all that villainous at all. Mm-hmm. Not villainous at all. So. And uh, again, like every week, if you like the podcast, please like rate, subscribe, uh, get on iTunes, give us a little like if you could. One sentence. That's all we need. Get in there. It helps us uh, reach other audiences, get seen. We would love you to do that, please. <laughs> yeah, it's great. And you can also get in touch with us on uh, Twitter, Facebook, whatever you want. So Twitter, uh, uh, VWR Podcast. Villain was right on Facebook. And you can also email us if you want with movie suggestions, which always help us out a ton. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, I think we're doing a, a couple this uh, in the next few weeks that are audience suggestions. So we, we do write them down. We do. We will get to them. Uh, it's uh, if you want to email us, it's villainwasright at gmail.com. Um, yeah, let us know well, what you think of the podcast. Let us know what movies you want to see uh, covered, what you like, what you want to change, anything like that. That'd be great. So, uh, yeah, give us a shout. You guys have been awesome with that so far. So, thank you for all your support. And uh, now I guess it's time for the Hero, Hero Villain of the Week, where we talk about the people who've inspired or disappointed us in the previous <laughs> week. What do you got this week, Rebecca? Hero uh, or Villain? I, I've got uh, the story that we were both a part of. Okay. So, <laughs> oh, God. Okay. I'm so excited for this. Uh, yeah. So I, I'm i going to make you go last. Okay. <laughs> I, I just want to know, are you framing that as a hero or a villain? Uh, it's a, I'm going to say hero because the woman at the end is a hero. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's I, I was wondering where were you going to take mm. that. That's great. Okay. So for me, uh, I have, uh, I have a sort of a customer service, uh, related, uh, story to tell about this from wor- my days working in Blockbuster. Uh, this was one morning when I was, uh, I was working with like the manager at the time. So like I opened up the store in the morning. So mm-hmm. it's like just me, you know, 11 o'clock in the morning, nobody's coming to rent videos or whatever. Yeah. I'm just doing like all the stocking and stuff like that that needs to happen in the morning. And this woman walks in, Canada Post outfit, right? Clearly a Canada Post mm-hmm. carrier. Uh, and she's like, 
good morning. And I'm like, oh, good morning. How are you today? And she's like, I'm great. How are you? And I'm like, oh, fantastic. Just getting the store open. You know how it is. She's like, oh, that's great. Anyway, I just wanted to quickly uh, drop these movies off. Did you want to check them in now? And I was like, yeah, absolutely I will. So I grabbed them from her and I go, I check them in. There's like three of them. I was like, oh, these were due yesterday. Mm -hmm. So there's like a small late fee for each of these. And I told her that as we go. And she turns immediately. She goes, this is fucking horseshit, you son of a bitch. I'm so fucking tired of this. You're all fucking criminals. I hope you like, like, you should go to jail for this. And I'm like, holy shit. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to get rid of it for you now. Like, if it had been like. Oh, oh, it was supposed to be due this morning. Uh, you you walked it into me. I'll mm-hmm. I have done that. I did that so many times. Yeah. But this woman turned immediately on me, just spit and fire at me. And I was like, Well, you're paying that. And I put a note on her mm-hmm. account and was like, see you later. You're no one's gonna credit this off because you were just being such an asshole. But it was just like such a turn. Do you know what they call that, Craig? That's called asshole tax. Yeah. Okay, that's asshole tax. And if you're an asshole and you're listening to this, know that you are being charged more <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> yes. Because I would do that all the time, man. Like when I worked yeah. at like uh, fucking seller, like retail store, shit like that. Like you, because sometimes not all the sales are in the system, or you know a cheaper way to punch it in, or whatever. Um, sometimes if you're a dick to me, I'm like, oh, you, guess who's uh, paying full price today? <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. At no point does yelling at no, uh, no, no. a retail employee help your no. situation at all. You can you can reason with them. You yes. can be kind. You can be like, listen, I'm I'm sorry. I misunderstood. Mm-hmm. I thought I was doing this. Clearly, I was wrong. Anything you can do to help me out would be great. Yes. That person will probably want to. That's how I sometimes they can't, and that's fine, and you have to understand that. But like, just yeah, oh god, be nice to the people serving you. (laughs) They will serve you better. They are dealing with so much shit. Yeah. Speaking of shit, (laughs) my story this week (laughs) is uh, something that happened two days ago. (laughs) Craig and I were on a gig together. We're going out to this vineyard to uh, be on like to facilitate this show for people that were raising money for rescue dogs. Yeah. Okay. Great. It, was it was a great, great show, event. super fun time, really well organized, whatever. But I'm on the way to Craig's house because Craig's like, you know, uh, we're, we're going to hit a bunch of traffic. We're leaving at a certain time. Do you mind just meeting me at my house so we can leave directly? Of course not. That would be great. So I'm heading over. I'm already running a tiny bit late. I'm like, oh, fuck. Right. And I get out of the subway. Does a bird shit on my head yes okay i am not wearing a hat it's like it's in there and you gotta understand like i am not a well put together lady most of the time but we're going to a nice gig so i'm like dressed up i've blow drying my hair like i have makeup on like i'm really like i'm trying to look professional this evening and a bird shits in my fucking head so i have to text craig and be like hey I'm almost there, but I need like I, I slight issue. Yeah, I've got a, yeah. I was like, I got a slight issue. <laughs> He's like, well, what's the issue? I'm like, can I use your bathroom? A bird shit on my head, because <laughs> like I don't have time to go home, man. No, like you we don't. gotta leave, okay? Yeah. And I need this gig. Like I, we we need to arrive. By the way, I burst out laughing. <laughs> 
when I get this text. I'm sitting in my car, just like, you know, waiting for Rebecca out front of my building. And I'm like, slight issue. It's like, oh, subway's not running between yeah. these two tops. I'm going to need to go pick her up at a different subway or something. That's what I'm expecting. It's just bird shit in my head. I cracked up laughing in the car. Cracked up laughing. Because I wasn't even sure, dude, because, like, I felt it happen. And I, like, touched the top of my head, and I couldn't feel anything. So I was like, oh, we're okay. And then I got a couple more steps, and I was like, no, that felt really, like, I really did feel something. <laughs> and I reached back and just, like, a fistful. I, I, it was just like, oh, God, there it is. There it is. So I had to wash my So I'm in Craig's bathroom, <laughs> washing my hair with head and shoulders in his sink. <laughs> Luckily, I had an extra pair of clothes on me because I was just like, there's like water everywhere. I'm sweaty because I'm like, I'm fucking mad, whatever. Uh, luckily, my hair dries straight, but I was so pissed because I had actually like spent time on it, which I never do. We show up at this gig. So finally, like, we get in the car. I'm like, you know what? I'm clean. It's fine. I don't care. We get to this gig. We do the show. Show's great. After the show, this woman comes up to me. She's like, I just, she was like, you're so funny. It was so much fun. I just wanted to tell you, she's like, your hair looks beautiful. She's like, it looks so shiny. under. The she's like, it's crazy. And I just burst out laugh. I laughed so fucking hard. And I was like, you will never imagine what this means to me. You've really made my night better. And she goes, why? I'm like, because legitimately, like, three hours ago, a bird shit on my head. And I was washing it out at <laughs> somebody's I, sink. I had to wash it out in a fucking sink, man. <laughs> this meant the world to me that you said that. Yeah. Thank you so much. So <laughs> funny. I couldn't believe when she complimented you on your hair. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like oh, this is... It was perfect. Per perfect, perfect time the story. Like, yes. you couldn't have written that any better. It's so, oh, so Anyway, funny. so she was a hero to me because yeah. I've literally never had that happen. Yeah. <laughs> and if you're wondering what kind of a friend I am, <laughs> when Rebecca came to my door with bird shit in her hair, the first thing I did was laugh at her face. <laughs> and I would have done the same, Craig. Yeah, it's I would have done the same. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But I think that that does it for us uh, today. So, Rebecca, where can people oh, grab you? Find me at Rebecca Reads on any uh, spot of your choosing. Yep. And uh, you can find me at Craig Fay Comedy on Facebook and Twitter or CraigFay.com for show dates and the rest. And uh, until then, uh, uh, thank you for listening. Next week, we are talking about Aladdin. That's Woo! being released, live release. We're going to go back and uh, look at the animated one. Um, but until then, this is The Villain Was Right, uh, reminding you to stay in uh, selling bathroom appliances. <laughs> Hey there, I'm Kat Angus. Hello, I'm Jocelyn Getty, and we are the hosts of I Hate It But I Love It on the From Superheroes Network. We're a podcast about all the pop culture you love to hate and hate to love. You know how Ben Affleck probably followed a dollar bill on a string onto the set of Armageddon? Oh yeah, you know how Dawson's Creek, uh, the titular character, is pretty much just the Phantom of the Opera in disguise? You know how Tom Cruise was definitely a murderer on Top Gun? He is. He is. He completely is. We talk about all those things and more on I Hate It But I Love It. Yes, we take a tender deep dive into all of the movies, TV shows, and pieces of pop culture that we have complicated feelings about and parse them together in a non-stop laugh-filled hour full of talking about funny things, cute guys, cute girls, and more. <laughs> you can find I Hate It But I Love It wherever you get your podcasts. I hi bye lie I hi bye lie y'all. The Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Ivamy for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.